I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit AbyssBattery.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com All right, so now the... Survival and Basic Badass Podcast After Show. So we thought we'd come in and uh, have a little bit more. We always have the deep, you know, the awesome conversation is always after the show where we catch up on what happened in the week and, and what uh, what we plan for next week, the future badass of the uh, whatever. So last week, I don't know if you guys noticed, we didn't have an episode, and I know it upsets people. I usually get a lot of hate mail. Maybe people stopped listening because I didn't get any hate mail this time, so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe nobody's even downloading it. You know, who really knows? <laughs> but what happened is last week, Kevin was away, and I ended up going out of town myself. There's a, something called, uh, there's a gun store online called Palmetto State Armory, and mm-hmm. Palmetto... Right has an event once a year called The Gathering. And The Gathering is basically, um, they take all the vendors and the people who sell new stuff and they have them come out. And what's cool about this, as opposed to other gun shows, is they actually have like live fire stuff where you're shooting it. Like, they're like, oh, come on up and shoot. You know, you want to burn ammo like an idiot? Dude, we shot full auto. We used thermal scopes. We used, you know, all the new, you know, all the Trigicon scopes that I can never afford. And nobody I know can afford them. So I couldn't even see what they were like. I got to get in and check that out, which is amazing. Um, the, uh, uh now, now, I, now I'm seeing that I I, yeah. I ruined it for people that we didn't have the uh, podcast. I'm getting comments on the side here. Um, but that's the thing. So we checked out all these things. Well, the cool thing is because of the Survival and Basic Badass podcast, we got free tickets. So I took a buddy of mine and we went down there and it was, it was actually like five hours away. It was a little bit of a drive. Mm-hmm. And we went down and no joke, dude. They had 17 gun ranges. Each range had about eight people shooting the entire time. All you hear is just gunfire. 
Because you imagine, you know, everybody's got somebody shooting at a time. And then 17 ranges, people are shooting full auto, people are shooting skeet somewhere else. It was <laughs> unbelievable. And basically, I mean, it depended on the vendor. A lot of people, it was typically like they'd give you like five bullets to check out a gun. Um mm-hmm. And, you know, some of them were more generous and they'd give you, you know, 15 or whatever, you know, different things. Check out their new triggers, their new whatever. One of you guys had actually asked about um, about uh, the uh, the Palmetto Dagger. Uh, they make a Dagger Micro. And mm-hmm. if, you know, whatever. So I, I hit him up. I was like, hey, I see this Micro Dagger. Every time I look at it, it says out of stock. When is it coming? My people want to know. And they were like, yeah, soon. And I'm like, yeah, that's really helpful. Thank you. And, right. uh, you know, that's that's the kind of crap that you get. But uh, mm-hmm. it, I got to say, it was a great time. There was a lot of great people there. Um, I am, and I feel like all the other gun people I know are like a little introvert, you know, kind of. Like mm-hmm. here, I'm, I'm sharing my business with the world, but... You know, nobody really wants to be around people, so it's a little, you know, awkward. Yeah, exactly. Soon in September, but yeah, it's not. Who knows? Um, yeah. Dude, I asked three different people at the gun show about that that micro dagger, and I'm like, yeah, but can I try? Well, no, we don't even have one here. And I'm like, dude, this is the event where you're showcasing all your new stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't I, I have was it. ordering something recently. Yeah. Uh, well, it's been it's been two months out for about six months now. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's just how those things go yeah. sometimes. That and you're waiting on your Dodge Ram, right? That's coming, right. you know, yeah, it'll be in. Just keep making payments. Don't even worry about it. Right. Um, yeah, or they don't mind taking your deposit money, you know? That, right. that was, I looked at getting, uh, and the wife would shoot me if I did it, but um, I looked at the new Dark Horse Mustang, right? And it was going to be like mm-hmm. 72 grand, right? Not cheap. But you know what really irritated me was they were like, oh, it's going to have this awesome sound system. But if things don't work out and we can't get the microchips, um, we're going to have to get rid of the amplifier for the sound system. But we're going to give you $100 off if that happens at our discretion. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that just sounds like crap. And so anyway, but back to the gathering. So we go out, like I said, I ended up, I'd never looked through the ACOG from Trijicon and they had a bunch there and all the different ones. And I realized like the site picture was way smaller than I'm really looking for. And they had like better ones that were also from Trijicon that were like a different version of the same that had a wider site picture. But of course, instead of being 999, which is way out of my budget, they were like thirteen to sixteen ninety nine, depending on you know whether it was battery powered or not. So I was like, yeah, it, you know. But at least I know, you know, it's better than saving up and spending the money and whatever. Um, a lot of new stuff. Uh, there was a lot of companies, but like it was hard because you want to check out. There were a bunch of suppressor companies, and you want to try out the new suppressors. But when you go. And you take off your hearing protection, everybody's blasting stuff, you know, around you. It was kind of hard to isolate and see what's really what. It kind of was a lot to take in. That's, I guess, the bottom line of that. And 
but it's still an amazing time. And I actually wanted to do like an episode where I talk about, you know, going out to events like that and hanging out with other guys who love the same stuff as you and getting to know each other and, and connecting and, and finding stuff. That really is a big thing that I think, you know, being kind of the, the lone wolf guy that a lot of preppers are, uh, you know, kind of networking and making that community is, is a nice thing. So anyway, I do want to say thanks to Paul Meadow for opening that up because that was awesome. And we did get to go for free and that was pretty cool. And I actually, because I drove down to South Carolina, I went to the Paul Meadow State Armory stores and that was something that I'd never done and got to see, you know, their stuff for firsthand and, and check out their gear there. So that was pretty cool. And I may or may not have purchased some bullets while I was there. So, you know, you got to keep the, keep the arsenal, uh, the armory ready, right? Yeah. You got to keep things stocked, right? That, that's right. I mean, what's the, what's the point of owning a, a firearm if you never get to use it, you know? It, that, that sounds right. So what else, uh, what else you got going on this week, Kevin? Uh, well, you know, this has been a, a big week, a big week in news. Okay. You know, obviously there, the, the Donnie, uh, the Donnie indictment, mm-hmm. um, indictment, sorry. Right. Um, the, but the one that was really impressive to me was, did you see Lindsey Graham Ooh. doing the interview recently on Fox? I did not. He was crying. No. Crying on live television because so he was like Glenn so Beck. Upset. All right, yeah, just just sobbing. I mean, really embarrassing. You he could have been president. Ooh. You know what I mean? He was a he was a nominee a couple of times, but you know, I don't know, dude. You start crying on national television, and you're maybe not the guy. I think you're out of the race. I mean, that yeah. happened to Hillary. Remember when she was crying? Yeah. Yeah. And yep, that was it. That's it. You're over. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, the the alien guy who uh, was always crying all the time, like Glenn Beck. Um, uh, the alien guy. Oh, yeah. The guy who always thought that the aliens were going to get us. And then the tin foil babies, the gold foil babies. <laughs> and the, you know, the. Alex Jones. Alex you're talking Jones. About. Yeah. yeah. That guy could be. Alex, he'd always get real angry and red faced. And yeah. then he would start crying. He'd start bawling. He'd say, I just can't. You know, maybe mm-hmm. I feel like if we cried and had like big blubbery sobbing, you know, I mean, you got to mm-hmm. commit. Like not like a right. Tear. You got to go all in. You got to be uh, all in. I feel like if we did it's that, not running down your face, we would and double. We would double our audience. You know. All right. I think I'll try that next episode. I'll I'll try. Just start I'll crying. Have to work it up, you know? I don't know that I can just cry on command. You know. Uh, well, I'll have to think about dead puppies or something. Yeah, we gotta you gotta like really get into it where you know the tears are dripping down on your notebook paper and just you know <laughs> you gotta commit. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's really the direction I think the podcast needs to go, mm-hmm. but you know, Hey, yeah, that and, uh, that and cook boiled babies or how are they eating the babies? Did they, I think they were roasting them this? and they put it out. I always thought like, you know, that song, uh, hotel California, right. And, right. you know, they talk about, they steal with their, you know, uh, stab it with their steely knives and they, they talk right. about it kind of laid out and there's kind of a video and the ta- that's how I always imagined it, that it was like a mm-hmm. big feast table and they, you know, right. got it roasted, you know, over the spit kind of thing. And they just 
peel right, off the gold right. like foil. Like a with an apple right. in its mouth. Exactly. It's just a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you you know, they're all just kind of digging in, you know, like that. That, that's yeah. how I imagine I mean, that's it. how the people in the Illuminati stay young. I mean, George right. Soros is like 300 years old and right. he's still around. I mean, whoa, is he, he was helping Hitler in the uh, in World War <laughs> Two. I mean, this guy, you know, he's been around, so. Yeah. But anyway, so Soros. a lot of stuff. You know, he, yeah. I, I don't, I think, I think that George Soros gets a bad rap. He could be the most evil man in the world. Yeah. And still, he's depicted worse than that. You know what I mean? Every bad thing that ever happens, it was funded by George Soros, according to, uh, you know, some certain news news stations. You know, uh, Alex Jones, that was his thing. Everything was George Soros, this motherfucker. I saw a picture of him earlier today. I was looking at him, and he looks yeah. about 300 years old, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, you see their skins, like, paper thin, and they, you know. Uh, yeah, nah, he's, he's an evil... Uh, Evil man, you know? But what are you going to do? So, I mean, that's the gist. I think we're going to try and do some of these after shows. I'd hate to, you know, we do both have projects and things going on in our lives. Some trying to build a chicken coop and Kevin's got things going on. We're all trying to, you know, do different projects. So it's tough to fit it in. But I know you guys appreciate this kind of thing. I will try and give you in advance if the show's not going to happen. Um... And that way, you know, I don't mess up your morning and your work schedule. But, you know, it, it's tough. Like, we didn't know. I, I actually had planned on recording live at the gathering. And I was going to try and do it there. And I did get some video. I'll try and put something together and throw it up on YouTube. But what ended up happening was it's it was raining uh, Saturday morning. We had Friday all day. And it was awesome. Saturday morning when it was podcast time, it was kind of rainy and whatever. And I had only brought like a fancier camera. And I was like, I don't know that I really want it out in the rain. I got the new camera and the new setup. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to be out there. And it just, I don't know. That and they, uh, they actually were, they had a standing in the line waiting to like go in in the pouring rain. And I was like, eh, I feel like you could open the door and let us go hit the tent, you know? And I just kind of right. was like in a sour attitude after that, you know? And I was like, <laughs> I, I'm kind of done with it. Like, forget the podcast, forget anything. I ain't doing Jack. And so that was part of what happened. But I will say we were able to shoot tons of stuff. And then part of that too, though, was I'm like, well, I have a range at home. And I have suppressors and I have short barrel rifles and I have a good variation of handguns that I can shoot. And it kind of made it feel like, yeah, what are you really giving me here? And my buddy's like, you just right. have it too good. You're too spoiled. He's like, you know, <laughs> he whatever. Too spoiled. Exactly. You are. You know, I'm a little bougie, you know? So uh-huh. that, that's how that goes sometimes. But no, I, So is it worth going? That's the I, big question. Dude, the big question is, yeah. Is it worth going? All day, dude. I had a great time. Um, if I could only do one day, I would say the earlier day. Um, they the did Friday, the Saturday. Day. Well, the big thing mm-hmm. was Friday is like a work day for people. So right. there was like a third of the people there. I think everybody was like, yeah, we're just going to go Saturday. And so there was a ton more shooting. Plus all the free swag. Uh, we pretty much got it all on the first day. Mm-hmm. And right. like by the end of the, the first day, they didn't have nothing left. 
And so there were still bullets they, they and got lots a of shooting. trigger happy with that. But with yeah, that they're giving out. Cannon, huh? Yeah, exactly. So all the free gear, you were like, yeah, the first day. But getting to talk to the guys and everything, I had to say it was amazing. Um, it was worth the four or five hour trip. It was worth the uh, the the seventy bucks, dude. You definitely get to shoot seventy bucks worth of ammo. And honestly, if you took it more seriously and were like trying to shoot everything. You could burn through two or three hundred dollars worth of ammo, and if you're not like weren't able to like see all these different things, you know, getting to see the new gear, you know, Sig was there with all their new stuff, Leupold was there with all their new stuff, um, Trijicon, like I said, it just Trijicon excited me because it was stuff that I hadn't been able to check out, you know, in the past. Right. Um, a lot of the reflex sites, believe it or not. I uh, have not been a big fan of Glocks, but I hadn't shot one in about 10 years. And I went through the Glock handguns and their setup, and it was freaking awesome. I had a great time with the Glocks. And they have some new triggers coming out on the Gen 5s, or for the new Gen 5s. Uh, I, I know Gen 5s have been out a little bit, but they uh, they were great with the Glock 19 and that kind of thing. But they had new stuff coming out that really you know, made me happy. And I was like, all right. And it kind of, I had been working on a, a Glock build and had been putting it off. And that kind of pushed me over to get the slide and the lower parts kit and all that, put it together and kind of nudged me in the right direction. Um, I, I don't think, I mean, you know, it's kind of cool to go out in front of a bunch of other guys and, and yeah, you're hitting every target and you know, you're the cool guy. So that was kind of neat, you know, to like, yeah, hey, look at me. I was there with my buddy and we were both shooting Glocks at the same time. And they had five, uh, you know, where you knock down the metal targets. And right. I was able to shoot all five before he got one of them down. And he was kind of pissed at me because he's the army <laughs> guy and whatever. And uh, it just make him look bad. But that's because I have the home range and I'm freaking right. out shooting the handgun stuff. And I'm like, all right, I'm cool. You know, and there's mm. these weren't hard. These were 25 yards and they were like six or seven inch metal plate targets. It wasn't like, oh, he's crack shot or anything. It wasn't like that, but it was just a right. good time to go kind of beat out your buddy because I was just quicker and maybe his gun jammed or something. I don't know. I just know that he left with like a little humiliation on his face and that, yeah. that brought joy to mind. And that's right. That makes everything right. worthwhile. And so we kind of, and then all through it, I was like, well, so who hit all the targets, you know, on the way home? And, you know, you, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's kind of cool. I did, when we went to the stores, they had the uh, Rhino safes. And mm -hmm. I did get to check those out. And they kind of have that, I don't know if it's faux leather or real leather inside. But they're mm -hmm. pretty freaking awesome. And, you yeah. know, I look at the prices online and they were kind of ridiculous. But they had like a 64-gun safe in the store, which was huge. I mean, you could fit three or four of me in there. And uh, it was uh, like 3200 bucks, And I think it was 900 pounds. And I was like, man, mm -hmm. I could use that at my house. And, you know, hey. I don't think I have a place in my house where I can put something that weighed 900 pounds well, without collapsing the wife a hole was like. Anymore. Well, we don't have thirty two hundred dollars worth of stuff, and I was like, yeah, "Exactly, yeah, that, that's right." And I know I wouldn't have thirty two hundred dollars worth of stuff if I bought that. So mm -hmm. that's kind of the problem. 
Um, something you might want to think about. But no, I'd say all in all, it was worth it. It was a good time. You're out with a lot of gun guys, getting to talk to the vendors and meet the people that, you know, that make our world work, stay on top of stuff. And like I said, dude, a ton of shooting. It's way better than going to something like SHOT Show or whatever. I mean, just because you're getting the hands on and you're really getting to throw the ammo, you know, downrange. So... I would say definitely that would be a plus and something you might want to look into. Yeah. All right. Sounds good to me. Yeah. So all's good in the world. Yeah. Everything else. Everything's good, man. Everything's good. So. All right. Got a got a new pond. I just uh dug in the be- in the backyard. Oh yeah, you buried some old guns underneath just in case. In case just New York case. gets a little just rowdy. All right. That's right. I uh, my my. Mrs. was uh, sending me pictures all all week of these. Uh, uh, spring is here because she saw these little frogs popping up in the yes, pond, and, now and uh, then she sent me a video of the ducks eating all the frogs. So oh. they're gone, but you know, easy go, easy here. go, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's it. And we always fight for time, but it is nice to be able to to enjoy some things every once in a while and go out and have a good time. So yeah. that's what I got. All right, so with that, I would say stay safe, and we will talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Mm-hmm.